0: blog
1: talk radio what is up everybody happy september happy labor day weekend and welcome to episode 10 of the steven arcantalo show miami trippin my name is kevin hartley and here we go buckle up keep your hands in the ride vehicle at all times and put your babies to bed because you got to make sure grandma's in bed too We are live and unscripted with no boundaries on a wild ride deeper into Stephen Ercantalo, his mind, perspective, and points of view on life, living, communicating, hardships, inspiration, motivation, and of course, the paranormal. He is a writer, author of a soon-to-be-released book on paranormal thought and concepts. He's creating a paranormal board game. He's sought after to speak and present at paranormal and horror conventions. He's a thought-leading, groundbreaking paranormal expert with a new TV show, "Urban Legends of the Urban Legends of the Paranormal." How did I mess that up? Coming to Roku this fall, where earlier this week, this guy pushed paranormal investigation to the brink of his own death. So I am especially grateful that he is alive and well tonight, because in my world, he is inspiration, consistency, integrity, kindness, generosity. And vulnerability. Um, Yeah, I'm getting a little emotional because, as I say, this guy laid his life on the line for a paranormal investigation, for the entertainment value that it will bring to his Urban Legends of the Paranormal show. There, see, I just said it just fine right now. Why I stumbled on it before, I have no idea. Um, He's my buddy. He's my friend. Uh, he's the man that we all want to hear from. And I think he's here all around amazing guy. Steven Ercantello. Are you there, buddy? No, I, Hi, I am here. A can, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I, I can hear you now. Did you have to go pee?
0: Uh, no, I was listening. I had to listen to something to hear about why, um, uh, why the trick did, why the trick, uh, didn't work but what what occurred in Miami I was listening to um, why it didn't make me purge why it didn't make me like be knocked out completely actually at all and I was trying to just like to so tell everybody why this was happening so I was just trying to listen to the messages gotcha, um, from someone you. with well, more, I more knowledge
1: a, I gave you a big build up there and uh, I meant every word of it so when you get back to oh, uh, when the re, the replay goes up listen to it um, in, in a nutshell, what I said is that, uh, yeah, you pushed the boundaries this week for paranormal exploration, for the entertainment mm. value that you want to bring to your show. And um, I am especially grateful to be talking to you tonight because you push yourself to the brink of death. Um, Thank you. So, so good to hear from you, man. Glad you're well. So tell us, what can you tell us?
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I can tell everybody everything at this point. I So I did the Wednesday. I did maybe it was Thursday because Friday when I boarded. So, so Wednesday I took one stamp of LSD, which is pretty much just a small little square for those who have followed me on social media. You've seen pictures, so you know what one stamp looks like. And just to open my mind, excuse me, and Thursday I took three stamps. And about an hour and fifteen minutes after that, I took DMT um, slash bufu, which is the most it's the strongest psychedelic in the world. And there's two things that could happen. Is you're either going to purge, which is just throw up everything because it is poison and your body's gonna reject it, or you're gonna just fall right over you're gonna fall backwards. And the person who gave you the DMT is going to straighten your legs out put your arms down Make sure you're not you know choking make sure you're okay and those are two things that should happen now when that happens if you're not purging that you're just laying there your body cannot move you're not going to be able to speak and you're pretty much a <laughs> breath away from death and your consciousness leaves your vessel you're off into some other realm that you don't know where you are and pretty much when you come back that's when you try to explain the visions that you saw and what, what occurred. And it's very life changing. There's a lot of people who just left their life, sold their house, sold their car, moved to be more close to nature. There's, there's so many stories that DMT has changed their entire life. Now what happened to me was I still can't fully explain it. Um, And it did try to explain it to me. That's why I was, that's why I was listening to who's administrated this to about 25 plus people. And when i was on amps i was sitting there and explaining kind of what was going to happen and when you're on lsd my motor skills your motor skills everyone's does they, they kind of down like the little things that you know you lack like, like where silverware is how to hold a spoon how to tie your shoes and how to speak because your mind is so open that it's all of these thoughts just racing in and and things that you've never experienced things that you've never thought because your whole entire brain is being used So you lose. So you lose the front. um, Hold on one second, guys. I guess I'm breaking up a little bit. Hold on one second. All right. Can you hear me? Okay.
1: Yeah. Sounds better now. Is that
0: better? That's better. Yeah. Okay. Might have been the cord. Um. So when you're on LSD, you lose a little bit of the, the, your, your basic everyday functions, right? Pretty much how to speak, how to tie your shoes, how to even sometimes everything feels like you're in slow motion because your brain is racing so fast. And so when I was sitting there explaining things, you know, I tapped PJ and I told her, I said, you got to talk because I don't think I'm making any sense. And a lot of the stuff that was filmed, I kind of repeated myself because I just wasn't sure. (laughs) So, if it was already mentioned, That's because my of the mind journey, was going a million. What's that? That's
1: part of the journey, though. That's fine. That's part of the journey. It is, yeah. that, that
0: is, yeah. Everybody experiences that. So I was okay with that being filmed. Now, when I sat down and did the DMT that you smoke out of a oil pipe, which is a meth pipe, and you slowly inhale it, which is very slow, just. And everything that I saw, it looked like everything was I was going to pass out. It was about to happen. And I breathed, I breathed in as much as I could went backwards, laid there, was ready for everything to experience it. And she was walking around tapping the tapping the musical stuff to get me to, you know, zone out and everything. And I was able to speak. I was able to talk. I sat up. I stood up and she was like, I don't understand what's happening. How is this even happening right now? So I took another dose and a half. So two and a half doses. And I sat up and took the whole entire dose, just one one hit. And didn't even move. I just blew it out and stood up. I was experiencing I, – I could see in the dark. That was pretty intense. Um, my body was – I was bigger. I, was, I literally was bigger. I was taller. I was bigger. My chest was bigger. My arms were bigger. And I was able to speak very elegantly, like better than what I'm speaking now. My my voice just was it 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 was different. I was different. I was I can't I can't wow. even explain it. And that's never happened. You know, it's never been it, the she's never seen that before. It's never never occurred. Now, what after research was what, what she was thinking is it was a default. It was because of the LSD that's in me and that was in me, and smoking the DMT that it's gonna break up layer by layer. And over the next couple of days, I'm going to experience what the DMT is going to to do to my body. Now I'm not just going to fall over or, you know, start purging, but in my mind. So I have no idea what's going to happen the next couple of days. And, but I feel good about it. Like I don't feel horrible at all. I felt invincible.
1: I was going to say you, you, you sound really good. And, and kidding aside, so Stephen sent me a message at three forty this morning, <laughs> but, yeah. but he was—you sounded really good and really chipper, considering what had happened, what you were telling me about, and um, so I, I just—I just noticed that in your voice, and I notice it now too, like because you've had a lot of stress lately, but you—you sound—you sound, yeah. you sound really—you you sound pretty chill. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean honestly, not just because we're on yeah. air. You sound—you sound unusually chill.
0: Yeah, and and LSD will do that to you. LSD literally gives your whole entire body a reset, and it's insane. Like LSD yeah. is so amazing for you, and I will rep that all day long. Like I don't really drink anymore. I will get drunk, but I, I. You get me choose alcohol or LSD. I'll do LSD all day every day, and it is. It's a huge reset. It and mixed with the DMT, the most the most strongest psychedelic in the world. It really did something to my body. In my mind. So, I mean, that's really it. I mean, I stitched the teeth in me. Uh, I did. I which is all, so,
1: at what point yeah. you did you that? Like, at what point that did was, you do that? That's,
0: that? That was before the DMT. That was minutes before the DMT. So, right after we were sitting there, it was maybe about 13 to 14 minutes of explaining what's about to happen Um, on camera with PJ. And then said, all right, let's do it. So, I moved the camera. We put the mattress down, set everything up sat down right there. So I used the phone. I put it close enough to me and right then and there, just boom. But then maybe two minutes after we finished talking and then maybe with less than five minutes after that is when I did the DMT late, got laid down a little bit, stood up, was ready just for more and more and more. And it, it wasn't affecting me the way that it should have affected somebody. My blood, My blood pressure was like 160 something. And then after the second hit, it spiked within a matter of like 30 seconds to one, almost 190. It was like 187 or 188. Wow. (laughs) And, but I felt good. There was nothing wrong with me. I didn't, I, I, I I mean, I felt good. I felt amazing. It was, and it's not like an addiction. It's not like I did heroin or, or any other drug, like a line of cocaine where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's good. I need more. I need more. (laughs) I just felt my mind felt good so it wasn't like a body thing and i wasn't hallucinating i didn't see any shadow figures i did feel now i didn't review all the footage yet so i don't know if the if because my right. phone short my phone said that it stopped recording and other the other phone stopped, stopped recording because the files that i had on there i guess with the iphone when you delete a delete shit it goes to another deleted folder that you have to delete which is annoying like if i did delete it once don't put it in a deleted folder for me to delete it again So I did that, but there was a night vision camera recording the whole time, and that did not stop. So I have not viewed the footage yet, but I know that it's good, and I'm actually excited about it. I'm glad that I did not – to be honest, I wish I would have experienced laying there, my body leaving or my soul leaving, whatever. But in a way, I'm glad this happened because this is unheard of. When it comes to taking DNT, so for it to happen this way, and what I experienced was amazing. So I was feeling I can tell you, I kept feeling like fingers down my back and being poked, and I kept turning around, asking, "Who's touching me?" and nobody there. So I was feeling that.
1: Interesting. And,
0: and I did feel as if I, there was somebody watching me the entire time that wasn't there and I kept stopping and looking.
1: Yes. So
0: I'm not really sure. I really don't know what happened, but over the next couple of days, um, I'll definitely feel it. I know I will. I know I'll feel, I know I'll feel something because it, I know what LSD does to your brain and this being the most dangerous and strongest psychedelic in the world. I know that it did not just enter my body to like, like 2.5 doses pretty much enter my body and absolutely have no effect. There's no way there's no, there's just no scientific logical way that it did enter my body and do absolutely nothing to me.
1: Yeah. So I'm excited to see what happens. happens. And uh, it'll be really curious when you, when you watch that night vision footage to see uh, I'm particularly interested, you know, about this poking on your back and feeling like somebody was watching you that if this, somehow opened you up enough to invite something in or around um, yeah that's really going to be a as curious thing to see as if it's still there you know and I had two people or, or if it's still yeah or if it's still with yeah you. exactly have you okay I had two so people. good question have you have you had any sort of repercussive sensations or feelings in the last you know 48 hours since it all happened
0: No, no, I haven't felt anything like I, two people came up to me today and was like, are you okay? Is there something wrong? You're not like, you're just kind of quiet. You're very like chipper. You're not very chipper. You're not very this. You're not very that. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I was like, I did a lot of LSD and DMT like less than 24 hours pretty much ago, you know, a little over 24 hours. And, uh, I, I, but that was it. Like I mean, I, I was fine, you know. But I know a lot of people are worried about me too, of doing it because sure, of, of how things yeah. can be, and you know, being told that two doses can't kill you, and I did two point five, and stood up like it was nothing, and walked better, talked better, I my my posture was better, my muscles were bigger, it it was insane. It was it was definitely I would do it again because I want to know. You know?
1: I was going to ask you that. So so that alone, is an interesting result from the experiment i would say yeah pj agree with the shaman agree that that i mean if they've never seen anything like that then that is that is a very interesting and curious result
0: yeah i i think so too and i find it to be a lot more interesting than laying there and trying to see if my vessel or, or my spirit can talk on the spirit box i feel like what occurred was something a lot more interesting to tap into to the brain wise and the body wise because of what occurred and yeah, they've never they've never seen that occur before or happen.
1: So right now, I guess the sort of summary hypothesis would be that it's the LSD that 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 allowed you or, or permitted your your body to tolerate more BMT. Is that what you're that, sort of at? Is that what you make yeah, sense? I mean that's pretty much it. It almost
0: yeah, it's almost like it's neutral. Not I wouldn't say really neutralized it. It was. Uh, I can't remember the word that I used earlier, but um, yeah, it. Well, it's almost like
1: it's almost like they're complementary therapies.
0: Oh, absolutely. In some way. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I don't have any worries. Um, I'm very happy in my mind with with life. You know, I'm not. It's. It is. It. It really is an amazing. It's an amazing drug. Like, I mean, I wouldn't recommend going to just try to find DMT because it's extremely illegal. And if you do smoke too much, you can die. You will, you will die. So it's very just, you know, I wouldn't recommend doing that. But again, like I will always recommend LSD to, to everybody. You take as much as you want. You won't die from LSD. There's never been a death for an overdose of LSD. It's impossible.
1: Interesting that it's a banned substance because I was reading some, some more about it this, just this week, just out of curiosity, looking them both up. And it's, it's, it's funny. It like, even on WebMD, it'll talk about no known deaths. Yeah. Could have a high that lasts, you know, anywhere from three to six hours, maybe 15 hours Mm -hmm. later, could be some Mm -hmm. repercussive effects in the following days. Um, You know, Nobody's willing, you know, nobody really understands completely what it does. Um, mm-hmm. can't, can't really die from it. But nonetheless, it's a banned substance.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah it's ridiculous. More people die from given the, alcohol given than, than that that, cigarettes.
1: Yeah, given the things that are banned um, or have tight precautions over them. Even, yeah, even like you say, cigarettes and alcohol seem uh, more tightly controlled. Um, so you say you do it again. What would you, would you do? what would you do differently to maybe try achieve what you set out to originally? Do you think, or have you gotten there yet?
0: Oh no, absolutely. I would just not take LSD. I wouldn't take LSD first. I would do just jump right into the DMT right away. And, and do, yeah, I would just do that. I would do one dose. And then if it didn't work, I would do two doses, but my mind is already so, I want to say and, and pat myself on the back with this without Sankaki is already so well advanced that I feel like I would need more DMT than your your everyday, you know, average person who wants to do it. And the fact that I have done a lot of LSD has already expanded my mind and it's been kept open. So I feel like definitely I would need more, but I would, I will, I will do it again. There's not, I would, I will do DMT again. But not. I won't take LSD first. I will do it just DMT and try the experiment that I wanted to do to be to begin with. And then I'll probably right. try DMT for the third time, and then I'll, I'll do DMT first, and then I'll take LSD after and to right. see right. what could occur. Because then there's three different ways that I did it, and I want to see. You know, I'll have it all documented as in, okay, cool. How does it affect the body differently when it's all you're still putting it in your body? So. I think it will be interesting and I never would have thought of doing more or doing this. If what happened the other day did not happen. Right. So, right. Very interesting. And 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 the fact that I, the fact that I didn't die shocks me because like I said, two doses should have and could have. And like I said, I just jumped up. I I could see in the dark, I was feeling magnificent.
1: I mean, I really, I really don't know. Yeah. And you, and you sound magnificent and you know better word than chill is what you used um you sound reset that's exactly what you sound like it's actually a perfect word um which is great to hear Um, how has it affected so you've reported in the past if i'm not mistaken that uh, the lsd really helped and if i can bring this up your tourettes Uh, how have you noticed an effect this time around
0: my trets have actually been really bad the past couple of days um, to the point where I almost just dis- – well, I feel like I actually did dislocate my shoulder. Um, i have been hurting because of the twisting. The trets have been worse. The LSD did not help my Tourette's at all this time around. The DMT did oh, not help my trets this time around, which is weird because in the beginning of taking LSD, it, it helped it for almost three, four months. <laughs> um, you mentioning the Tourette's now, my trets are going crazy right now. Oh, and sorry, hurting- man been hurting my stomach really bad my eyes just start twitching my stomach hurts now um my jaw is hurting now there's yeah so my treads have been really bad I would say for the past week in Miami they were really bad and that's where my shoulder like it almost looked like an exorcist like like my 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 arm was in positions it should not have been in this was before the yeah so bad so bad And this was before the DMT and the LSD, but even after it's it's they're still bad. So this time around nothing changed when it comes to my threats. My depression though, like I know when I remember when I know I have severe depression, I have not had that at all still to the to the magnitude that it's been in the past, even last year. So when I started LSD did did take care of that. And I'll live by that. Definitely because my depression is suicidal type depression. It's not just, oh, my girlfriend broke up with me or I lost my job or like I, it will just trigger me and it's a real chemical imbalance. So LSD definitely, uh, helps with that 100%. That's it. I can, I'll vouch for that. And like I said, I will always vouch for LSD for, for things. I do think it's a miracle worker. I do think it has encouraged a lot of people to become highly successful I do believe it's, it's almost like, you know, if you use weed for anything, you know, certain types, it can cure a lot of things. And I do believe that when it comes to LSD and the fact that it is banned, it is because it does make you more intelligent. I mean, it literally opens up your mind. And too many people are so terrified to take it. Oh, it melts your brain. Oh, the walls start melting. This starts have. Having... Yeah, like you will see things moving like when I was sitting there filming and I told, said it on camera I said it looks like right now the the, the bed in front of me because it was a mattress leaned up against the couch prior to moving it on the floor for me to do the DMT and I even said everything's swirling like in a spiral like a black hole right like everything was swirling and then getting sucked away and but it wasn't being sucked away it was just spinning and then when she hit this thing that you'll see on the video I'm not sure what it's called but it went like ting, but sent out vibrations Right. The patterns of the twirling changed into waves. So just that wow. sound that she made changed my brain pattern of what was I, what was it happening. So that alone was really cool. But because I never did that, like I've listened to music while doing. I've never partied on LSD, and I never will. I feel like you're wasting what is one. I mean, I wouldn't say it's expensive. LSD is really cheap, and com- compared to what it actually does for you but I would never party on LSD. I feel like you're wasting the potential of you. If you do, it is not a party drug. It and it is for like kids.
1: The, it sounds like the benefits are in the days after.
0: Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That every time I take it, it's always, it, it's a few days after, or at least a week, two weeks at the two weeks max after that you start experiencing the benefits. Because like I've said before on, on the show, like it's, your brain is, let's say you're using 10%, right? And then on LSD, you're using 95% of your brain. And when you go to sleep and wake up the next day, your brain shrunk back down, but the doorways are open. So over the next few days and weeks, it's opening, it's it, it's growing bigger and bigger and bigger. So you start using more of your brain as time progresses. And, and, and that's and, what
1: I read about it is, is that yeah. the the chemical attaches. So we have billions and billions and billions of brain cells in our in our brain, in our head, uh-huh. that, that uh-huh. aren't even being used. They're like exactly. spare spare RAM storage on your computer that's just sitting there. That's like not even touched. Yep, yep. But they get and activated it, when the yep. L- LSD. Uh, 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 I don't know what the right word is, but when the LSD attaches to the, the these new brain cells, it yep. basically basically gets locked into place. It gets covered over, and it can't mm-hmm. escape those brain cells. For anywhere from six to 15 hours up to three days. So you yep. suddenly then start drawing into those, those brain cells into your, into your thoughts into your thinking.
0: Yep. Yep. That and just and sounds it stays so that way. To me.
1: Yeah, and it stays and they, that and, way
0: and after that, time. It doesn't disappear. It stays open. Yeah.
1: Once that, once that brain it, cell is called into use, it stays in use. Yes, Phenomenal, and this is on, and, yeah. and guys, this is on a this is on a web. I think I'm, this was WebMD, if I'm not mistaken. So, like a site that a lot of you know, not some, you know, not some drug site, not some hallucinogenic site, not some hippie site trying to promote, you know, this should all be legal. Or this was notable it's a real scientific research. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. if you look at, it up it yeah, me it's yeah, you're
0: not seeing it on some blog because some dude decided to type it or whatever. This is—it's a real medicine that really does work. And I mean, I can't say any more than that. Like, it's fascinating. It—I—I I give. I started taking LSD this year, and I'm about to be 36 in a couple, like two weeks. I'm 35 years old when I started taking LSD, and it has, I believe, given me more success than in my in my past because of it opening up these brain cells and turning them on and literally just flipping them on like a light switch. So you can use more of your brain. And that's one reason why it has become illegal. They tested it out on military um, personnel to see if they could, you know, be psychic and have abilities to, to defeat the enemy and do all sorts of weird shit. And in reality they just became smarter and they're like, no, we're, we, this has to be illegal. And
1: why is that so wrong?
0: Yeah because yeah, we would so over wrong. yeah we would overturn the government honestly i feel like that's what it was we would become our own person mm-hmm. and we would have our own identity like we all think we have our own identity which we do as a personality but in reality we don't have an identity it's a number it's a social security number we every, they know right. where we are every single minute of the day uh yeah so yeah and, and you know, and I wouldn't even have known anything about this, honestly, if it wasn't for PJ, because I know I told her, uh, I, I heard the same exact stories before. I was like, you know, oh, man, my brain will melt. I don't want to do it. I'm never doing LSD. And, yeah, so she, she definitely enlightened me with it. And I am a firm believer of it. I If I could, I wouldn't do it every day. But I, if I had, if I did have more of it on me, I still have the six stamps. If I did have more on me, I would do it probably back to back for two or three days. And you would think, honestly, if you did that, I, I know I did it. I did it in Miami like months ago that it, I thought two days passed and only 15, 15 minutes went by. I thought two days went by and I'm sitting in the kitchen. It was 15 minutes. And I thought literally two days went by time is completely irrelevant when you are on LSD. It's, it's amazing. I that still to day, think there's no way two
1: days worth of thoughts in 15 minutes.
0: Uh, it definitely feels that way. It does. It's very fast. And once you come to and you stop taking the LSD for a couple of days, everything comes to you and yeah, it's man, it, it is a wild drug and it's, I wouldn't even call it a drug. I literally would call it a medicine because of how it's helped me. I know it's helped others. And you can go online and look this shit up. You can look up LSD, just Google LSD pictures or whatever, and it will show you what your brain looks like. It's not melting. It's wide open. Every single bit of it is wide open. It's phenomenal. So, And DMT is just as powerful. DMT is like fucking 5,000%. Stronger, You know, it just elevates everything. And that's one reason I wanted to do the LSD first to open up my mind. So then when I did the DMT, the doors were already open. It was just going to fly right through. And I believe that's what it did. It definitely flew through because I, my body didn't reject it. It, I don't, I'm pretty sure it accepted it just in a different way.
1: Right. Right. Now, what I know about DMT is, again, only what I read. And originally, um, it's, it's organic. Um, but it can be chemically produced as well. Now you said that you yeah. smoked it, so I presume it was the was it like a white crack version, like a, yeah, it, a rock. It's like a brown powder version. Yeah, it's like a it's like a very
0: thin, like almost looks like uh, yeah, like meth, except uh, like a brownish thing. So it comes from bufu, the frog, from a frog, and yeah, they have. They have a lot of different kinds that people I know people have said and but yeah it's it's a light brown type thing. We didn't really I didn't want to talk about it much on the show because I wasn't trying to promote DMT and I wasn't trying to explain how it's smoked, how to do it, you know what I mean. So, but it is a light brown kind of thing and there's a lot of there is a lot of fake stuff out there. I know a lot of people when I said that I was going to do this said oh I can get DMT and I'm like no you can't you can't it's they just can't. And yeah, it's it's very hard to get a hold of that I do know and it's very expensive if you can get a hold of it. Well, it would make sense. Let's just say what I read about it. What's that?
1: Uh, It it would make sense that it would be expensive because what I read about it is just that the exotic nature of the herbs and bark and such that Mm -hmm. it's traditionally made of in, I I guess it was South America mostly. Yeah, Um, overseas. are just really, really hard to come by. And then that explanation of how it was used was that it was administered um, and brewed as a tea and then drank, um, mm-hmm. or there can be, or it can be um, artificially produced into what, you know, I don't know what you use, but it sounds more like the artificial or maybe somewhat artificial and somewhat organic compound that you uh, were able to, to ascertain. Now I know that, so originally last week you were going to do this on Tuesday and then I got Wednesday and then I got Thursday and yeah. I applaud you for that because I know that you, I know that you, I, you were excited, but I also know that you were nervous. If you can elaborate, please do. If you can't go, fair enough, go say so, but you said you got some added medical information um, as you went. Did that cause you to take extra safety precautions or did it just make you think differently about the whole experience? Can you talk about what added insight you got?
0: Um, oh, just over what I mean over the fact that two doses would have could have killed me over just kind of how to do it, how to you know your mind has to be right, and my mind wasn't right during those during those days so yeah it was that that was pretty much it. I was just trying to really get my mind focused on this is it you know nobody's bugging me, nobody's blowing me up, nobody's irritating me, my mind is focused and on Thursday, it was kind of like I really had no choice regardless of how my mind felt because I had to leave Friday. So I really had no choice but to do it Thursday. But I feel like it was a good choice to do it Thursday because of what happened. I don't know. I just – yeah, I mean I just feel like I feel like it was the right time.
1: Yeah. No, I, would, I mean <laughs> – I mean, tell What's everybody that? you're doing it one day i said note to self for next time is is tell everybody you're doing it on one specific date but actually really have it planned to do it another day because then all that shit can get out of the way before <laughs> i mean it yeah, should uh, never yeah, have yeah, happened. Every, but, yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah but yeah i, I mean if you stop and think about it like I
0: think about Um, what is it? What were those big concerts, Woodstock or whatever, you know, where people get drunk and start causing fires and burning shit down and they destroyed Woodstock when Limp Bizkit was on stage (laughs) years ago. And Woodstock is no longer a thing
1: Mm. because people would get drunk.
0: (laughs) But think about whenever all these so-called hippies and everything were doing stuff, they were on LSD, acid, whatever you want to call it. And it was all about peace. So, it almost makes zero sense. Like you gotta, you know, and in, in, I do believe it is a huge political thing because without wars, without violence, what do we have? I mean, we don't, we don't have, we can't build something to be able to control without that stuff. If we're all just too peaceful and too loving, you can't really build a system to be able to control individuals. And I don't know. I just feel like it's, um, I don't know. I don't know, but I really, you know, the, the, there's, you know, PJ mentioned to me about opening up a LSD camp. You know, she's always wanted to do it. She mentioned it to me, and I feel like, you know, that would be a good thing to do, like a camp to go, sell, yeah. Yeah, not sell. We have the LSD and pretty much have a place safe for everybody to do it. They pay the they pay the fee to do it, and you come. We administrate the LSD. You'll have you can watch whatever you want, do whatever you want, and you'll be safe. And sound with no legal issues, so I think it'll be a good idea. Concept. And yeah, yeah. Concept. Let, let, yeah, let people who want to do it safe with knowledge, who, who will be educated on it. And like I said, legal. No cops are going to kick down the especially door and bust on the door.
1: A, especially when you've got a, a, a drug that again science can't really say is harmful. Mm-hmm. Yet we open up meth, we open up meth clinics so that people can do it safely. Yeah. Um, yeah, why wouldn't you have an LSD clinic? Exactly. That sounds... Sign me up, take my money. <laughs> right, right. Seriously, it it, it sounds yeah. interesting. It sounds very mm-hmm. interesting. And yeah, to go where somebody is, um, you, you know, uh, qualified to look after. Uh, but, you know, uh, I don't know, probably just have to put a little disclaimer in here and say, because it is an illegal substance, nevertheless, you know, we're not condoning it, but but Stephen and I are just speaking our own thoughts here, so not telling anybody to rush out and do it uh, unsupervised or on your own or anything like that. But uh, do your research, kiddies. That's I guess that's what we're saying is um, yeah. Do your research. You'll see
0: that there's nothing bad that has came of it, unless you're like a teenager and you do it because your brain's not fully developed. But when your brain's fully developed and you do it, all the all the sh- other shit is just rumors. It's it's nothing bad comes from LSD. The, the worst that can again, happen is like an ego death and you're going to start feeling bad about yourself because your true. The true you is coming out to the surface and you personally just don't like who you are. Mm-hmm. And then that makes you change who you are. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it can be considered a because you're not right. And you're not necessarily enjoying it. You're beating yourself up inside, but it's the real you that needs to be discovered. So And I had that. I had that during one of the trips. And I was like, this sucks. Like, I don't want to fuck. This sucks. Like, this trip
1: sucks. (laughs) That is what I read about it, is that it 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 will tend to elevate whatever your present mood is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So So if you're in a calm, happy place, jovial mood, it will tend to elevate that. But it did warn that if you were in a darker place, maybe not the best thing to do. Or to at least be very aware that you could just feel in a deeper, darker place. Yeah, like if you're ready
0: to like, but I mean, suicidal or depressed and don't don't go pop LSD, it's not going to help you one bit, not at all. Yeah. It, it, if you're not depressed and you're not crazy at the moment and you take it, it, it will change. I am a firm believer it will change your depression for sure. But if you do it while I'm depressed and ready to kill yourself, I feel like you're going to have a very bad trip.
1: Yeah, in my recollection from the the WebMD site, again, if I'm misquoted WebMD, that it's definitely a legal site, but I'm pretty sure it was WebMD because I was blown away at how pro um, and supportive the commentary of everything was. Always saying, of course it's illegal, but that really scientifically, there's there's no problems with it, and I think it approached the subject of death, and it said there there would really be no reason for you to die from the LSD, from the, from the chemical compound itself. There would really be no reason for you to die from it. Could you cause harm to yourself? Yes, you could, because you could be so euphoric or so depressed that you would then do something stupid. But that's not really the drug. Does that make sense to you? understand what I'm saying? Am I yeah. making sense? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's not as a result... It's indirectly, it's secondarily a result of you taking the drug, I guess, because you're acting that way. Mm -hmm. But they were saying that it's not a result of the drug. It's a result of you doing something stupid, which you were opened up to doing something stupid by the LSD. But the drug didn't kill you. The drug itself did not harm you. Correct. Because because why, why wouldn't we want happier people? Why wouldn't we want less ego in the world? Why wouldn't we want people to truly be in touch with and discover themselves uh, this mm-hmm. this is coming up to me as a travesty <laughs> like this is like especially right now with everything that's going on it's just like man w- we need a lot of ego death we do
0: yeah a lot of it that, yeah that,
1: that's the war we need to fight <laughs> that, that's that's mm-hmm. that's the en- that's the enemy right now <laughs> absolutely ego crazy crazy um what else do I want to know about this? Because this is just so, so interesting. So you taped everything. You didn't get what you set out to, but I think you got, I, I, I think you got a noteworthy, I would still say a scientific result that is counter counterindicative to, to what everybody thought would happen. Um, so kudos to you. I, th- I think that's great. Yeah. Will you, will you do these journeys two and three as episodes for the show? Or have you even thought that far ahead about what will happen with that?
0: With with the other experiments with... with
1: t- yeah, with taking... Doing taking, just foo yeah, and then doing analysis? Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, I, I might I make them like, like a part one, part two, part... And I haven't really thought of it yet as to how how to really do that i could just make yeah i don't know i'm really sure sure. i do know this one will be edited and filmed and shown mm -hmm. as uh, as an urban legends of the paranormal because it's the due to what was set out to be done it wasn't necessarily paranormal stuff that happened but in a way it was because the paranormal again is just unexplainable stuff the paranormal is not just ghosts. Paranormal is unexplained. So it, this was kind of unexplained. You know, it wasn't. This wasn't supposed to happen. So I do. I will. I'll show it and just see. Just you know, maybe make it a part one, part two, part three kind of thing. I'm not really sure. Yeah. I mean, I already have plans for episode three already. Right. So right. I can't. You know, I won't go do Bufu as as episode three and and do it back to back because one, it's just it is expensive. Like each little tiny bit of capsule thing was $200. And that's just one, that's pretty much one dose is $200 in, you know, they'll only sell it in like four or six doses because of one, the the, the risk and two, just because, you know, you got to buy larger quantities because it's, I believe it's just a higher risk. So they're not going to want to just sell one for 200. Right.
1: Uh, right.
0: And it's more of the experience Lots of if you go to these camps and stuff, it's more of the experience you're paying for, not necessarily the medicine itself
1: right well it's it's the it's it's the service that comes with it's the value mm-hmm. add somebody there who knows what they're doing who who then you feel if you feel intimidated or threatened or concerned or worried. Um, there's somebody there. And I'm, I'm glad, I'm not sure if we were clear in our other broadcast last weekend or anything that you weren't alone, that you weren't doing this by yourself. So you were accompanied by people who, who know what is expected or what is anticipated. Um, You had some medical precautions in place in case you needed to open up your airwaves and so on and so forth. So this wasn't even Mm -hmm. just, you know, Doing this out behind, <laughs> this sounds terrible, doing it out behind a dumpster somewhere. I mean, you know, like a yeah, mess or a crackhead yeah. or something like that. Yeah, no, this was, this was very thought out. Obviously, Stephen's that smart, very, very thought out, took precautions, didn't do it till he yeah, felt right. Yeah. Um, and so I will say, I, we haven't talked a lot this week, but a lot of people reached out to me because, you know, you had posted doing it on the day and going, oh, my God, what's going on? How's he doing? Um, and I appreciate you keeping me in the loop. Um, and I was able to, you know, just calmly tell people that, you know, there'd been a change of plans or that they're, you know, taking some precautions. So it's going to be another day. And, um, very thankful to all those people for, uh, there's a lot of people concerned. So yeah, you got a lot of great fans, a lot of great fans for checking, checking in and wondering and worrying and everybody Mm -hmm. wanted you to be successful, of course. And, uh, I, myself, as I say, trusting you And your intelligence and your research, and knowing the way you go about things, but nevertheless, there's still a risk, right? Like there, there is an Mm -hmm. unknown. But uh, good for you! Congratulations on getting you know not the result you hoped for, but getting a result. I think that's amazing. I can't wait to see it. Um, What else is up? What else is going Uh,
0: on? I mean, that's about it. I'm kind of that was an
1: intense week. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was, yeah, it was an, inter- I mean, yeah, it was just an interesting week, intense, you know, in all aspects, you know, mentally, emotionally, uh, spiritually, kind of just excited to just be calm now. I really don't have much to do at the moment. So I, I really don't know. I really don't know what to do with myself at this point in time. Ah, you
1: come on. You've got stuff on the go, I know you-
0: You'll think yeah, yourself back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just feel good to just have this episode filmed and done and ready to, I, I mean, I'm ready to start doing, planning episode three. Honestly, I'm ready to get that going now. And I'm, I decided that I'm not going to do the October event in Florida for the spooky. I feel spooky? like it's not. No. Yeah. I feel like I'm not going to do it. I feel like it's not a fit for me anymore. I, to be honest, I feel like I'm better, better than that. I feel like it's, it's serving. And I know that sounds, again, that whole ego death we talked about, but I feel like it's not. Yeah, but where health, ego. yeah. And I feel like I needed that three years ago. And I know there's no right or wrong way to promotion, promote yourself. Every promotion, every way to do it is the best thing to do it. But there is also a thing called time wasted. And if I feel like it's more or less going to waste my time, I would rather not do that. And I feel like it is. So my main focus is on when it comes to any convention is the one that's gonna be in June of two thousand twenty two in Texas. The creators and the owners of that have been amazing. Like what they're doing, what they're helping me with, what that you know, they're 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 really promoting me and this whole spooky thing. I just haven't really seen much about it anymore. I haven't really heard about it. It's just something that isn't really exciting me enough. So I have made the decision that I'm not going to do spooky empire in October. I'd rather just not waste my time, honestly. So, I mean, that came up.
1: Yeah. Well, you won't waste your time. You'll, you'll do something more productive is the way to reframe that is, is that if there's no value to you and what you're doing, then there's no value to doing it. That's a weekend better spent filming or finishing the book or working on the board game. Um, yeah. Those are the better things. That's, that's, yeah. that's a business decision. Absolutely. That's, you know, yeah. some people will be disappointed, obviously, but that's a business decision. It's not, and if anybody's going to, you know, slam your inbox with comments about that, it's not a personal decision. It's, that's, a, that's a business decision. It makes sense. If there's no value add to mm-hmm. you, then good for you. Because mm-hmm. you were basically going to go and just really be at a booth. Weren't
0: you? Well, you weren't was it? I, was, that? I mean, I had the opportunity to, but I really don't feel like it was my kind of crowd to do so. Right. So like, like you said, more of a business standpoint, more of a business move. I would rather write my book or work on the board game and do something that's more productive based off what my vision is for and what I'm working towards. So and there will be a lot of disappointed people. I know a lot of people are excited about coming and driving up to Orlando and hanging out and whatnot, but. I mean, I, I it's Florida, so I mean, I go there often.
1: <laughs> sure. Well, and there'll be more of that opportunity when you get some of these other projects completed. They're, like there can't not be. So, yeah, you know, it's a wise decision if you ask me to to sit back and and sort of look at the opportunity and say that doesn't really that doesn't really help me with what I need right now. Which what you need is to to get some of this stuff moved along and done. So good for you. That's, as I say, yeah, that's disappointing as I know a number of people were probably looking forward to seeing you there and we promoted it a few times, but, uh, I, I I am equally excited if not more excited to to play the board game and read your book. So, so,
0: yeah, the board game is going to be so cool. I'm so excited for the board game it's gonna it's I can't really talk about the board game, but it's gonna be no, no. It, it'll be definitely something huge. It'll be a game changer, so I'm super excited to get that going
1: See <laughs> you know what you did there literally yes exactly <laughs> uh-huh. good for you. He's here all week folks um <laughs> good 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 good. Uh, what else is coming up uh your birthday's coming up yes so we're gonna do yeah
0: some...
1: you're coming yeah you're, coming here. you're coming here coming down there we're gonna we're gonna be productive and and work on some plans and and do some podcasts and we might do some live streaming. We'll see if we can get that figured out.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. If anybody, and if anybody doesn't know who's listening, uh, Facebook rooked you over again, one more time.
0: For nothing, Uh, like literally nothing. All I did was talk about what I was going to be doing in Miami.
1: Yeah. So Some this time to... I imagine somebody somebody squealed because you mentioned illegal substances. That's what I'm guessing. The algorithm yeah. wouldn't have caught that. Somebody somebody pulled the trigger. Yeah. But yet people can go
0: and just, you know, smoke weed on camera and pop pills and do dumb shit and you could see on social media people abusing dogs and shooting people in the face and, and but, you know, that's all cool shit to watch, you know like we just talked about it promotes violence and without violence that the government can't really, you know, we need that in this, in this world. So it is what it fucking is. makes no sense to me, but I scroll down through social through Facebook and I see dogs being fried over in live dogs being fried over in China or Japan or some shit, but I can't post about what I'm going to do for an experiment. Um, That doesn't hurt anybody. That's not doing any harm to anybody. Or I can, you know, scroll down and see, a bunch of black people pulling people out of a car kids, and beating them to death. And, you know, whatever. No big deal.
1: Yeah. The only or person who's shooting viewed. more
0: people, it's stupid, you know?
1: Yeah. It's, it's crazy times on social media. Yeah. I, I can't even get into, I, I don't know why right now. I, have, I've, I can't get into Instagram on my laptop, but I can get into it on my iPhone and i've yeah, changed instagram, passwords and changed it's and the, the laptop version of it is ridiculous
0: it yeah <laughs> mainly for an app anyways yeah I, the, the using instagram on the computer is you can't even post you can't make any posts on no
1: like, but i yeah, usually have it open when we're broadcasting in case we're typing to one another or sending each other a message and so yeah. I'm, now i'm watching it on my phone but I don't know. It was just annoying. I couldn't, I couldn't get into it tonight and I tried uh, through a different browser too and everything, but yeah, it's, it's crazy times on social media and just with everything that's, yeah, everything that's going on in the world. I'm not just going to isolate the States, but I just like everything that's going on everywhere. Um, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Um, I got something to talk about. We've never talked about this before, but I'd be curious on your insights. Do you have anything else you want to launch into, or anything you want to get off your chest? Or
0: no, I'm, I'm actually pretty good. Like you said, I'm pretty calm. I'm pretty chill. I mean, I have for some reason I have blue balls right now, and that shit hurts really bad. But other than that, I'm pretty good. Need, it's been painful do you need all day to today. Step away
1: and let me ramble for a few.
0: Hi. <laughs> i don't know if i could ramble blue balls is a a real thing i don't know how women are like that's not real it's just made up because guys want sex or need i'm like no that's just a real thing it hurts (laughs) right yeah okay yeah
1: we all know now we all know what you're doing after the show okay
0: absolutely (laughs) absolutely i didn't have time to do it before the show because i was rushing home
1: (laughs) Okay, I'll just tell. I'll, I'll just out you now. I don't care. Um, you can fire me. Every, Stephen, <laughs> Stephen was going. Okay, you got to keep. You got to keep talking at the beginning because I'm running late. Uh, he, he was getting. Oh dry. right, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Right. Why did you have to do
0: that? To keep talking.
1: <laughs> keep talking. Keep talking. Just like just do the show nude. Like nobody would know. <laughs> People might be titillated to know that you were right. Doing this right, exactly. Um, I was going to ask you. We've never talked about and and what you your experiment that you did this week. What are your thoughts on dreams? What are dreams?
0: I uh, I'm I mean I'm trying to think back on my dreams and I feel like they're just like a combination and a correlation of everything that your brain has picked up since birth. <laughs> Because just because you don't remember it at birth, doesn't mean that your brain wasn't storing it in like a like a index type way or like a filing cabinet that we have. Like you mentioned, it's like like the cloud. You know, we just store every yeah. little tiny detail that we see it, and then when we go to sleep, you know, we dream of things that already exist in the world. It's not like we're dreaming up something that doesn't exist. We're dreaming of things that exist that we have seen before. It'd be different. I mean, I would think dreams would be something way different if we dreamt of something that doesn't exist. Like if we are dreaming of planes and planes don't exist in the world, then I would think, oh, shit, like our brain, what, what, what are dreams now? But a lot of it, I feel like a lot of it is based off your mood as well. I really don't believe dreams, in my opinion. I don't think dreams are... Where they have dream books and you're like, oh, this is what I'm going through in life because I dream right. of flying or doing this. I, no, I really don't believe in that one bit. Um, There's no
1: analysis to be had.
0: It did, not one bit. I feel like somebody just wrote a book on it because it was something that could have been done and people will believe it. You know, that goes back to mediums and stuff. But, yeah, I think dreams are just that. They just manifest when you're asleep. And I think they're very interesting I think if I could tap into dreams somehow, I I think dreams are some of the most interesting things in the world because why do we dream these things? Why do we dream of one minute where getting on a school bus to go to school and the next minute you're naked on the school bus and then the bus is empty and you get off the bus because you're embarrassed and then you're just falling from the sky, right? Like dreams can be the most random, weirdest things ever. So, and I, I did do some research on dreams your dreams typically only last like a matter of 10 seconds, but they feel like they're lasting hours at times. Your dreams oh, are still so like fast.
1: Like films. Yep.
0: Yeah. They,
1: it's they wild. Feel, they feel cinematic. They feel. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, no, I was just curious about that because of sort of the visualizations that you've talked about before on, on LSD and how you, uh, anticipated maybe you would see things differently on this recent journey. So, yeah, no, I just realized that we hadn't really talked about dreams. Um, and I agree with you. I think dreams are just a uh, an assimilation, an assembly of people, places, things, textures, music, sounds, smell, sight, every everything. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't begin to comprehend, as you said as well, how they get mixed together. And in some, and in some ways – it's like these things, these things do not belong together. But in my dream, they they somehow make sense. Like they they work. Do you think is a dream kind of a flushing or a clearing of those memories? Like your brain has finally said, okay, this is useless. This is useless. This is useless. Is it is it getting rid of it?
0: I mean, I don't know because I have I've had so many reoccurring dreams as well.
1: So, yeah,
0: yeah, so I don't, that I don't really, in dreams that are just like me being chased by somebody on the same street, I always would pull in for gas at the same gas station, get out of my car and I'm being chased and I'm just running. It's the same, like reoccurring nonstop. So I don't know. And, and then I've had these, yeah, then I've had these dreams where I feel like I pulled something out of my dream, like, a, like an evil entity force that when I got, I, I believe I explained this on the podcast, maybe not when you and I were doing it, but sometime in life where at my house in Gainesville, where I was getting off of a bus, like a tour bus pretty much. And I was getting off and there was people all on the sides and there was like a rope up, you know, and people cheering my name. And I looked over to the right of me and the crowd was still there, but everything got silent. And it looked like if anybody's ever been in a subway, it looked like I was down in a subway and there was this black figure so tall that it was hunched over and its arms were so long that its, its wrists were bent and just dragging its paw, like it's, its paws or nails all on the ground. And I couldn't take my eyes off of this figure. And as it was walking, its head just turned and kept staring at me. And then it just dis- disappeared behind this pillar. I woke up instantly. And was terrified to turn around. I could feel something breathing on my neck, terrifying. I'll never forget. (laughs) Then, about two three weeks after that, I had a dream. I am sitting on like a park, uh, like a picnic table, and I look straight ahead, and five feet in front of me, it's like this mini pool. Not like a kiddie pool. It's like a like a hot tub, pretty much. Right. There's two young girls in this pool and they were staring in my direction with their heads down one of them looked up and said that they have to use the restroom or whatever and started walking the same exact pattern that this thing did in the dream and just body move body was moving forward but its head turned and just stared at me and instantly in my dream i knew that that was the same thing that i saw three weeks ago in my other dream while i'm in my dream i knew this so I have no idea what what dreams mean because at that point I'm like I don't know. It was it was weird. It would, that was odd to me that I've dreamed that and felt it when I woke up. Like to be terrified when I woke up that I could feel something right. breathing on me.
1: Yeah. Interesting. No, I think there's. Yeah, I, I I said about the dreams and then you brought up the reoccurring dreams. Definitely have had some reoccurring dreams over the time of my life. I've had one recently that's just, I don't know, it's just weird. It's like I'm in a school environment and I don't know what my next class is or where it is, but I know I can go to the office and ask for my schedule, but I don't want to go to the office and ask for my schedule. So Mm -hmm. I just sort of wander on kind of thinking that I'll figure out. I don't know, it's weird. I've had that like two or three times in the last couple months. Very bizarre. Um, I had a crazy dream about us it was kind of so and i guess this is sort of what brought this on too again because it was just like such weird environments circumstances that could be plausible if we were together but just like weird environmental things so the feeling was that we were in a park like a really nice park that should you know kids are playing there should be a fountain there should be grass underneath our feet, but instead there's sand. We're not at all in a tropical environment. We're not in South Beach. We're not in Laguna Beach. We're not in Malibu. We're not anywhere mm-hmm. like that. We're somewhere in, you know, middle Ohio, and, but there's sand beneath our feet. And we're eating ice cream at a stand. And somebody comes up to you who is their image, their to me, their persona, is my best friend from high school, my locker partner, Paul. Hmm. And he doesn't know me in the dream, but you guys are best buddies. And you're talking and talking and talking. And then, so that so that's just weird. And like me in the dream with you, like you introduce me and everything, but it's not me, but me sort of watching the dream as a film, like, I'm like, how come Paul doesn't know me? How come Paul's yeah. not talking to me? That's Paul, Paul and I are close. That's weird. Um, So then all of a sudden, so then you and I are like, okay, we got to go. Nice to see you. Nice to meet you. So like there, plausible situation. We could be in a park somewhere. We could be standing on sand somewhere at some point in our lives together. We could be eating ice cream together. We could be running into somebody that one of us knows or both of us knows. But Mm -hmm. again, weird weird that I'm dreaming this. So suddenly we have to go. We have to go. We have to catch a flight. So I don't remember getting from the park to the flight. But the next thing I know, we're on a plane. And the part of the cabin that we're sitting in is transparent. So it's, it's like six mm-hmm. inch lucite or something. Um, and everybody is talking about how cool it is. This is so cool. This is really cool. This is cool. And I was cold that night sleeping because the temperature suddenly went really, really down here. So I don't know if it was that. Mm-hmm. But the explanation for it, it wasn't that we were talking about it being cool as in being funky, well we were sort of referencing it that way that this is really unique but because it was lucite and when the sun would hit that, it would make it uber hot so there was extra extra air conditioning in that part of the cabin to keep it cool so Mm -hmm. just weird to me in the dream just again weird to me in the dream that it would be made of lucite what would compel me to dream that what have we talked about well we've talked a lot about transparency but why on a plane? Why flying? Um, what? Why would there be the double entendre of that, that mm-hmm. transparent cabin is cool, but then it's also ice cold, like that kind of mm-hmm. cool? Just weird. So sorry. That's what just. So that's that's really all there was to the dream. I don't know. We get to somewhere, and I'm panicked about baggage. You're telling me not to worry about it. We check in. I'm like fuck, fuck, fuck. There's no okay. Interesting. I said, fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, in the dream, you texted me something this week where you use that exact phrase. You said, fuck, fuck. fuck. <laughs> I so, remember that weird, weird, how that wove itself into the dream. That's not unlike me to say that, but just mm-hmm. in, in remembering the dream later, it's kind of like, why would I dream that? Oh, because Steven said that a day or so ago about whatever situation we were talking about. Um, and then it turned out that they checked us into the wrong room, that our bags were in another room. So that got all sorted out. And then, I don't know, that was the dream. That was, that was it. So it's just weird. So I just, I, just, I just had to share that. I just didn't know what your opinions were on dreams. I hadn't really thought about it relative to the penile gland and opening up your mind and, and the LSD and everything. Do you have an understanding of what lucid dreaming is compared to regular dreaming? Yeah, I mean, I just
0: feel like more of a lucid dream, like they, like well, I believe it is, um, to where you can kind of, it's more of a realistic thing, right? You can control your dreams in a way. So you can control what's
1: happening in the dream. Or what's what happening? To dream?
0: I feel like there's there's been dreams where all my dreams are always in color, and I remember a lot of them. And there are times when I realize that I'm dreaming inside the dream I then can take control of it and I know what I'm doing I'm controlling my body in the dream if I want to go in a door I'm the one going in this door then there's other dreams where I can't control it for instance the the one that's always repeating where I'm running and being chased I I, I know what's gonna happen because I'm like oh here we go again but I never get caught I always run on the road and I can't control it but then there's others where I know what's gonna happen Because let's say, again, like I've had multiple dreams where I'm getting on the school bus and I'm naked. I know that if I'm about to get on a school bus, I'm like, okay, boom. I know that I'm dreaming right now. I'm not going to get on the school bus and I don't get on the school bus. And then when I don't get on the school bus, I will fall. And I know that I'm about to fall because every time I got on that school bus, I'm going to fall. So I prep myself for that fall. And then I start thinking about a swing set or something and being on a swing set. And instantly I'm on a swing set and then I can get up and walk. So I don't know. I feel like that's kind of interesting too. I don't know if you can, or if other people can control their dreams when they know that they're dreaming, but I feel like it's, you can, because it's just a mental state. It's your mind and you can control your mind once you know that you're doing
1: something. Well, I guess that's, what's been curious to me. And I, I need to, watch something on is it Gaia or
0: or Gaia is amazing yeah I love love Gaia Gaia.
1: Um, and I guess I guess that's why I asked you I guess to me then lucid dreaming is like controlling an avatar in a in a in a video game is you can Mm -hmm. sort of control your character through various scenarios but the way people talk about it is that there's a process to get into that state. And I've never been able to wrap my head around that, but I did see something Mm -hmm. on Gaia that I want to watch about that because that seems Mm -hmm. interesting to me. I usually Uh, watch.
0: Go ahead. I've just listen to a lot of Hertz, like 900 Hertz and different things on YouTube before I go to sleep. And I just scroll through and pick which one I want to listen to that can help with certain things like that too. And I just turn it down a little bit, just enough for me to be able to hear it. And the dreams can be pretty cool. You got to do it on a regular basis, and, but I'll, I'll do that. I'll YouTube lucid dream or consciousness dreaming. And there are certain there are certain hurts that they make these people make these things, and they're really cool yeah. to listen to. And do you
1: listen with headphones?
0: No, headphones? no, no. no! Yeah, oh, no. no? Just... I just let the phone go, and usually the phone's by my pillow or whatever and i fall asleep yeah it's really it that helps me okay good to know i don't know what guy is going to say because i've never watched anything
1: on that about it dreaming about it yeah no i'll be i'll be curious to see the um so last phenomenon about dreams i was going to ask you about have you ever have you ever really talked with any of your sleep partners about dreams and have you ever realize that you've had a similar dream as somebody that night
0: i think that would be super cool i never have i think that would be amazing if that that has happened like i think that would be cool like say you and me you fell asleep like tonight and i go to sleep and we wake up and we met each other in our dreams and then we talked about their, my dream was pretty cool like i saw you and we were at an amusement park and you're like um i saw you and we we're at amusement park I think that would be really fucking cool if that actually could happen. I've never had that happen before with a a partner. But to meet in your dreams, like literally I'll see you in my dreams, I think that would be such a phenomenal trip. Like that would be an out-of-body experience, and you both are literally having one in a whole new realm of life. But I've never had one with a sexual partner, like even laying next to them and cuddling them and feeling their energy. I've never – but then again, I've never – woken up and been like that well, actually i i typically do that though like i'll be like, okay hey, did you have a dream because <laughs> i'm curious i love dreams i i, I love yeah. that and i've never had anybody say yes i dreamt about this this and this and he said oh me too
1: yeah so i guess i guess you have to be with somebody who's sort of into that or something as well but i i guess so yeah somebody i was seeing um we would often we would often start our mornings like did you have dreams last night or what did you dream about like mm-hmm. just out of curiosity because we were like-minded like you and i are and sort of on that same wavelength and channel about energy and the universe and so on um and after a number of months we started having dreams that weren't necessarily the same but were taking place in a very similar location where to the point he would say did your dream have a cabin in it that backed up to a, a shed and I'd be like, Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. It didn't figure, it didn't figure relatively important in my, in my dream. So then he would say, well, he had a dream that, you know, going out from the back of the cabin into the shed or something like that. But I have that, I have that scene. I have that situation in my, the pictures of my dream. Uh, or we would be in the mountains or we would be by a lake or like, yeah. So very interesting. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really interested in exploring that more for myself. And I do believe that has a lot to do with some of the things that you've talked about, both about just about energy and about us all being connected and the penile gland And yeah. So I just think that's, like really tonight, well. we'll probably have
0: interesting dreams because we're talking about it. Because so we'll talk about dreams.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so
0: we'll probably have some interesting ones.
1: Did you get any questions today? Did anybody type you any gotta knows, need to knows, must knows?
0: No, I had one from Linda who said, "Why do you hey, think Linda. you had Linda? Yeah, why? Why do you think you had the effect you did from the experiment? I'm glad you're okay." And I—I I mean, pretty much. I—I I know I already answered it, but during the time, I have no idea why I thought that I had that. And again, the—I thought it just didn't work. I was like, okay, maybe it's not real, Bufu. Maybe it's not real. Maybe it's nothing. But then when PJ did it and it did work on her, I was like, okay, this is real. Why is my body doing this? And what's crazy is she was on LSD too. I did three stamps. She did one and a half. So, and then did Bufu. So that one and a half difference knocked her out, but it didn't knock me out when I did 2.5 doses. So I don't think one, one and a half stamps would have been that big of a difference to be able to where I'm like, this isn't even affecting me. So I thought it was maybe in my back of my mind, okay, this is probably just not real shit and just wasted my money. But when I seen her take it, I was like, "Okay, this is real." Why did it not work on me? And now that I've, you know, listened to the shaman and my research, her research, that it was, you know, like I said in the beginning, it was the LSD was already there. The bufu did work, and I'm gonna start experiencing it over the next couple of days on what it is truly going to do to me in my mind. I'm super excited. I'm really excited for that.
1: No, I'm excited to hear too. And I think you touched on it before, but I mean, just like any drug, just like aspirin, just like Tylenol, like different people, different sizes, different tolerances. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've done LSD many times before. It would be interesting if we had done it, you and I, side by side, having not done LSD yet, um, to see what difference would have Happened, I would have been freaked out. But um, yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. it it would have been interesting uh, if you just like just like any drug testing. That's why they tested on thousands of people. Um, Mm -hmm. It would have been an interesting experiment to see if something different had happened. Um, What um, what role did the shaman play?
0: She's the one who gave us the medicine. She's the one who talked about how to properly induce it, how to properly smoke it, what you need. She gave right. the little tool to ding to hit it. And right. she really, wanted, yeah, she really wanted to be there, but it is, it is illegal. You know, it's an illegal thing. And she did her best behind the scenes to help with everything. She doesn't want to be on film with everything. And she believed that this experiment truly could work 99% sure that it, right. that it, that not that it could, that it can work.
1: So I think it's interesting alone that you said that when she um, gave the little ring of the cymbals or whatever it is that they, they used to make that ding, that you could mm-hmm. see the change of the brainwaves. Because they often say that that's, that's what that sound does. So I've, I've mm-hmm. done a, a, a an experience with a shaman before. They used those bells or that ringing tone in Reiki. Uh, Or Mm they use singing bowls, what what are called singing bowls, to make different sort of sounds, and the idea is that it affects your brainwaves. But we have no Mm -hmm. way of really knowing, other than how we sort of perceive, we feel. But you said you actually saw it. I saw it. The the colors and light forms change shape Mm -hmm. or vibrated differently when that happened. So to me alone, that's that's really interesting. That's
0: Yeah. yeah proof. And we we did that on film. So I explained it. It was like, okay, cool. I'm seeing the what looked like just swirls. Like a black hole is the best way I could explain it based off what we see as a black hole that we're told we they look like. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and then, oh, my gosh. <coughs> I swallowed the cookie wrong. Um, and then, yeah, right as soon as, boom, she hit this. And it, it instantly just – the the circles stopped, and they formed into waves, like at the beach. Wow. So – and they didn't go back. They never – even when the sound was done, they didn't go back to a black hole. They stayed the waves.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting, interesting, mm-hmm. interesting Yeah. And then on pins and needles all week waiting to hear about this, and it's just—I'll mm-hmm. I'll probably think of dozens of questions after we're done today. But uh, no, it's just been awesome hearing about everything. Oh, I know what I would—two have things. I—I I, put a button in. Boo-foo. Do you know uh-huh. what boo is? Do I know what
0: boo-fooing
1: is? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I'm about to boo-foo you, kind of thing. <laughs>
1: Well, <laughs> I, I don't think you would, but <laughs> I mean, is it but it's butt fucking, right? No, it's 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 administ- It's it's putting drugs or alcohol in your butt.
0: In your butt. Oh, I, thought, you. I thought I thought
1: <laughs> I thought that's what you were doing.
0: <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you had mentioned. You had, I don't know, maybe you just scrambled over saying DMT. But I remembered, well, of course, I guess I'm a gay guy. It would stick in my head, boofooing. <laughs> and I looked that up and was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> it's been a thing because dr- drugs and I guess frat boys or frat girls, uh, they'll, um, they will will boofu alcohol because it doesn't go through their digestive system. And doesn't get the necessary you know, the usual toxins and processing by the liver and the kidney and everything. Um, goes directly into the lower intestine, which doesn't have certain digestive enzymes in it. See, I won't really deep into this. And huh. <laughs> it has anything to do with the butt. I'm like, What? 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 Tell me what <laughs> 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 so, 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 <laughs> like, oh, this is what he's doing. So I was glad like to hear you explain that it was the drug that was called foo. Okay, good. Yeah. Now we got that out of there. Um, the other thing I was going to ask you about. Okay, so, so sewing these teeth onto yourself. I get that it was yeah. to help transport the spirit of these deceased people with you. Do you have no, like, what, you just have remarkable pain threshold or what, like?
0: <laughs> yeah, to be honest, like, that didn't even hurt. I, I I prepped for it to hurt worse, so. But well, okay, what
1: what 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 have you taken at this point?
0: Three stamps of LSD and then just put on. I took no pain meds, and just put on like freezer stuff to like burn warts off or something. Just put that on my skin and right through. Um, over the okay, counter. so a little was, a little numbing. Yeah, and. I didn't feel the poke. The only part that I felt was the the end of the needle right where the string was because that was a thicker part of the needle because it was pulling. Yeah. So that that part I felt, and then I didn't even feel the skin going through, but I have a very high tolerance for pain. So I, I did it. Yeah. Like even at the dentist, if I, I never got numbed at the dentist if they had a drill in my teeth, if they had a pull a tooth. Uh, I never, I never got numbed for it.
1: You were extraterrestrial. So, yeah.
0: And, um, <laughs> yeah, I just have a high top, even getting well, stitches and, like, well, in I, the I, face. You, I never, never got numbed.
1: Well, and you regularly cut your finger for the Ouija board.
0: Yeah. On it. Yeah. Constantly. So, and mentally, like, I'm like, oh, this going to hurt. Uh, and I do it because mentally, yeah, you feel like it will hurt. And to me, it just doesn't. Like, I don't ever feel it. I feel a paper cut to me hurt worse than me putting when the needle went in me and a paper okay. cut me hurt worse than getting stitches in my face or whatever, or getting a tooth pulled like a, so little things like paper cuts and stuff hurt worse to me, but I just have a high tolerance for pain and certain things. Yeah, it's, it's weird.
1: I'm just, so, so were you pushing the needle or was somebody else?
0: Somebody else. PJ was pushing the needle. I was holding the camera, so she was pushing the needle in. I was going to push it in because I didn't know if it would hurt, being that I was on LSD. I didn't know what I would do because I was on a psychedelic. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna, like, am I gonna start tripping? Like, what's gonna happen? And so I was gonna be the one to pierce it, and she was gonna hold the camera, but. I know what I wanted filmed. So I said, you know what? I'm going to film it <laughs> because then I'm filming it. I know what I want. And if I mess it up, I can only be mad at me. And I was like, I'll hold the camera and just go for it. And it wasn't bad. I watched. My, I I looked at it throughout the whole process of it going through and in. So that wasn't bad.
1: Yeah, I don't think that would – I don't think the watching would bother me. It's the uh, – yeah, like I don't think I could – uh, I don't think I could ever pierce myself. Like I've, I've got a piercing, but I, obviously somebody else needed to do that. And it's yeah. exactly the same thing. Like it hurts. Of course it hurts. It hurts for that that moment, but then it's almost like your adrenaline takes over, and then it doesn't hurt. I don't know. It was weird.
0: Um, yeah, and and I have but, no pain there <laughs> now whatsoever. There's nothing. I don't feel anything, or it really didn't hurt.
1: So it's all healed over. It's all done. So. Yeah, there's nothing. More or less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Um, what else did I want to ask you? I asked you about Bufo. I asked you about that. Huh. Hmm. I guess that's it. That was really it about yeah. this week. Yeah. I mean, question. We answered Linda's question, just circling back to that. Thanks for answering, asking questions. Um, if anybody's listening and you want to ask a question, we're both on... We're both on Instagram. I'm on Facebook right now. You can post on any of the posts that I've made about tonight's show as a comment if you want to ask a question of Stephen. Uh, and we will get to it. What else is... Any new music in your life that you're listening to?
0: No. Not really. I, I mean, one of my one of my songs that I really enjoy now is uh, Thomas Rhett, Country Again. Love that song. It's a newer song, one of his newest songs, but it is his newest song. It came out on, I believe, like around April of this year. Right. Uh, yeah, it's just one of my favorite songs that I like, and not, I don't really listen to too much new music. I kind of just enjoy what I enjoy. So it, music nowadays is just its not what it was, in my opinion. It's not really talent anymore. <laughs> it's more or less just how can you auto tune something and it's not even their real voice yeah. and they don't even need to play a guitar anymore you could i could literally make a beat and guitar effects from my iphone so it's there's like apps so many apps out there that you can just do it without really needing the talent behind it uh yeah so I, I really just yeah i just stick to what i like like you know the 90s stuff 90s alternative for sure and and not necessarily the new new country because that's more pop country, but the early two thousands, mid two thousands, and definitely nineties country for sure. Because they're really playing guitar, they're really sitting there, they're really playing music. It's it's you know it's a thing that people forgot how to do.
1: Well, and then what about um, any sort of classic country artists from the seventies or the eighties that you you listen to? Do you like Dolly Parton? <laughs> uh, I did not. Not really. That's I'm fine. Go actually, Good. I'm actually looking <laughs> – she, uh, She's one of those artists that everybody – Oh, my God. I love Dolly. I love Dolly. I love Dolly. I, I find it interesting that somebody comes up every now and then and says, No, oh, I don't like Dolly Part. Good for you. Yeah. Um, I
0: never listened to her music. I like George Strait, uh, Randy Travis. Oh, yeah. The Judds. I love The Judds. Um, they have a couple songs like Mama, He's Crazy and Grandpa, Tell Me About the Good Old Days because it's all about, you know, when – when daddies never really went away when families actually really prayed when 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 love was love you know so because times were different back then so those, those are the kind of people I, I liked I mean George Strait, definitely one of one of the top ones Randy Travis was amazing I think he had some medical issue I think he had a stroke or a heart attack and I'm ask, what happened and, yeah and he yeah, sort
1: of faded away
0: yeah he he literally can't talk. he can't do anything he can't he lost everything in um right now, and uh something happened to I'll just put Randy Travis is what happened, but I've seen some videos of him where he he here it is right here the country single suffer. the country singer suffered a massive stroke in 2013 after struggling from congestive heart failure. The most, he wow. spent most of in Tennessee and Texas hospitals and underwent two brain surgeries. Travis also suffered from pneumonia on three separate occasions and was intubated and he literally can't really speak. He can't really move. So all his songs that he is coming out with are just stuff that he did way back in the day and they put in the vault and he's now slowly coming out with stuff.
1: Wow. My recollection of him, physically though as a man was he was thin as a rake and he had congestive heart failure am i am i wrong or am i right about that
0: yeah he he was he's just like a short little thin dude never like ever worked out he's just a short wow. yeah he was it yeah so i was when i, I know when that happened because 2013 is a long time ago but it's not really that long what seven eight nine ten seven no. years ago if that yeah um it's yeah that's it's crazy so yeah he he was really just yeah, a normal everyday looking dude, just tiny this, and could sing really well. Had real talent, and
1: not just, somebody you would think had congestive heart failure, though. Something not crazy. at all.
0: Yeah, not at all. And then needing brain surgeries from it, and you know, it's not like he wasn't not healthy. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at some pictures now, and wow, like he's yeah, he's bad. It's he's just. But yeah, he's a great artist. I love Randy Travis. I love I love all his music. I love pretty much all of it. I love his voice. He was great. He was great for the Grand Old Opry. His voice just really brought it, and he had that deep soul, but southern, and just he he was made for it. I love Randy Travis. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then I was just looking at your post. Uh, you posted Imagine Dragons.
0: Oh yeah, I love I love I love the whatever it takes song. Not not I I listen to Imagine Dragons for some of their stuff, but the, whatever it takes, I, I love every line in that song Great for lyrics.
1: sure. Great lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who are your more contemporary, more pop artists that you do listen to? The few that you do listen to? Uh, <laughs> if, uh, pff, no idea,
0: no idea. I still, I mean, I still love battery right. Boys. I do love instinct. I love O town, but I only like one of O town songs, but these are older. Like these are more, you know, when I was in high school kind of thing.
1: And yeah, 90s. Yeah, now I hear it.
0: Yeah, so I, I don't really even know pop music anymore. Any idea on what's going on with anything. I love Tom McDonald's stuff. Amazing dude. A lot of people think he's racist towards blacks and hates everything and this and that and sexist and all sorts of shit, but he's not. He's just literally the most truthful, honest rapper that there is out there right now. And... He's amazing. Everything he drops is amazing. It's getting a little bit overdone because he's kind of just repeating himself and all the fucking songs that he's doing nowadays. He's literally just saying the same shit that he said in the last song, just rewording it and same and same again. But every now and then he he is coming out with some good stuff. He just came out with two albums. He just dropped two albums yesterday and every Friday he's pretty much releasing a new song. He's just nonstop delivering good content. Yeah. But I like his older stuff, too. You know, he came out with a song called White Boy, which was amazing. He was pretty much saying, stop judging me because I'm white. You know, just because I have blue eyes and I'm white doesn't make me racist. Just because people that I know or people that I'm related to forever ago did some horrible shit. Don't blame me. And it's amazing. Like, his White Boy song was phenomenal. And then he came out with Straight White Male, which was amazing. He came – he he does drop some good – solid facts in his lyrics that a lot of people just don't do and he attacks the rap industry too when it comes to things because a lot of the rap you know is just you know pop drugs fuck bitches waking up in a new car and just being money 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 type yeah. stuff and he yeah. he's like it's not about that like that's nothing like most rappers are honestly broke because they have to sign a huge contract and they don't get paid until their record sales make enough because the company they signed to is gonna it's all business they don't get paid until yeah. the company that paid them is going to get paid and then some, and then you start getting money. So he breaks it down. He breaks it down lyrically of the music industry and how garbage it is and whatnot. So he's – I love listening to him. Other than that, I don't really listen to too much other stuff. No, it's good, Just, when, it's I,
1: good when lyrics yeah. make sense like that. Like I, I, I'm i with you. I don't yeah. – I find a lot of rap artists – I. I just don't like the message um, Mm -hmm. most of the time because it is exceptionally violent. If we're going to have this, uh, you know, cancel culture, but we allow what we allow on the airwaves is Mm -hmm. rap music. It's like, give Mm -hmm. your heads a shake. My gosh. When Mm -hmm. I watch the award shows, I don't, I don't know anybody until they get to the, uh, the part where they're honoring people from the past. And now they're honoring people that to me seem like they were, are still relevant or were artists like 10 or 15 years ago not even mm-hmm. like way back in the day or anything like that um yeah like the, the canadian like drake i cannot listen to his music i cannot listen to that uh-huh. music it just it's like a constant drone of three yeah. or four notes that that uh, you know and just the same old lyrics recycled as you said um, and he's
0: stupid like he'll say shit. i was in the gym and people will put his music loud over the speakers, and he's literally just says like, like I can't even come up with shit. He's like, he'll just I say like, know. money bags. Now I'm rich. Don't you wish? Yeah. And he'll literally just say shit like that. I'm like, what the, what is he even saying? He's not even making sense.
1: And people like, oh, I had, go go to, I had to go to crazy. I had to record today, so I had to come up with something. So, that's, yeah, that's my shit. Um, yeah, his, I, I do Irish, like his you you when know, he, he first came Irish out. Is? What's that? You know who Billie Eilish is?
0: Billie Idol?
1: Billie Eilish. I have no idea. No? Oh, okay. I'll no. play her, I'll play her some of some of that music back in the day. Uh, oh, right there. So yeah, Billie, Billie Eilish. No. Well, uh, well, it's I it's pronounced Eilish. Billie Eilish.
0: Is it E-I-L-I-S-H? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just looked her up.
1: Okay. We'll play some of that when we're together. No, Cause like she's, I like her Dang, um, over
0: 91 million results. When you Google her, that's pretty good. <laughs> I know.
1: I know. She's sort of won every award, uh, like the last few award shows. So I guess I, when I watched the award shows, it wasn't like I didn't know anybody, but I do know mm-hmm. um, my she friend looks wrote in. What's that? She looks oh, yeah, familiar.
0: No,
1: yeah. You might, you might know her song, bad guy. Um,
0: Oh, yeah. I know that song. That's why she looks familiar. Yeah. I'm the bad yeah. guy. I know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I love yeah. that song. Yep. Oh my God. I didn't know she have sung had, it. Like... Yeah. I didn't know she sung that song.
1: Yeah. That... See, that's what I find about most artists these days. I know songs that I like and I know lyrics that I like, but I have no idea who the artist is. So I'm const- if I'm, I love when I'm in my car because my car tells me if the if the station is broadcasting who the artist is. I love sort of looking and knowing Um like what, who is this person? Cause I've heard this song for so long and then now all of a sudden I can find it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is pro- okay. This is probably, probably not your kind of music, but I don't, but I I did post several things about it because ABBA is coming back. So my friend Scott wrote in, who's listening. Hi Scott. Um, yeah. That I hadn't brought out ABBA because they just released after 40 years uh, two new songs, and they're releasing a new album on November
0: fifth. But do you even know ABBA, Abba is? is? it ABBA? Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> okay, this that, is like probably like what is this?
1: That just answers my question. Okay, yeah, you don't know who ABBA is.
0: That's fine. Um, it began fifty no, years it. ago. They started in the se- they came out in the seventies, right?
1: Nineteen like nineteen seventy five, I think, was kind of their big landing time.
0: Yeah, the and breakthrough then they, with they Waterloo.
1: Loop, it says. Yeah, yeah. And, and then that was 1974. Uh, I know this shit. That was 1974. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, how did you know that? Like, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> accurate. Um, and then they they sort of fizzled out in about 1983, because they were both couples. Uh, one of the guys, one of the girls, one of the guys, one of the girls. I can't remember which was which. Um, I know this because the guys wrote a stage musical called Chess, which I have been in twice. And, oh, nice. There's there's just some and they, I don't know you might know their songs from I don't know like Queen and Mamma Mia and stuff like that but oh they do. oh dancing it, queen I know dancing queen yeah so that's them um, but they just write these rich beautiful complex harmonies that are a challenge to sing but just in my opinion just really beautiful and then their instrumentations include everything from synthesizer and rock guitar and pop, traditional pop sounds to like, like, um, not Himalayan flute. Um, uh, uh, anyway, so well, like, like, Mama ma- ma- Mia is pretty
0: challenging. It's like a musical, yeah. I feel like, right? Like the way they sing it. Because oh, isn't sorry. that when they go, Mama Mia, Mama Mia, like that?
1: Yeah. So, oh no, no, no. That's uh, that's um, that. Oh my God, that's pretty Mercury. Uh, okay. Yeah. No. No. He's a he's a an artist to behold as well. No, he's great. Um, but no. The, the, yeah. The music the music from ABBA is a challenge to sing, but it's just it's just richly complex. So, hmm. anyways, yeah. This week they announced that they are doing it. It's it's a a digital tour. It's not even a tour. They've built an arena in London, England, um, and it will be, they're saying it's not holographs, but it's. I don't know what it is then. If it's not holographs, it's holographs. It's digital images of them uh, that will be doing this concert. Um, and they've recreated these avatars that look like them in 1979 cool. that will be doing this whole concert. Yeah, no, it is really cool. Um, so that's kind of, I don't know, so let's chit-chat on music. Um. What else? What i got?
0: Yeah, Angela. Angela have a good. She had a good question. She says,
1: "Okay, hi, Angela."
0: Um. She says, "Why do you think people are so confident in beliefs that they can't be proven? So why do people? Why are people so confident in their own belief that can't even be proven to be fact, but they're confident in that it's factual?" Well, there's a lot of
1: that going no, on right
0: now, right? There is, yeah, and I honestly have no idea how to answer answer that because I, I really don't know why people believe that they're right all the time when it comes to a belief. And but there is a lot of that going on in every single category you can think of. Nobody I, thinks that their I, opinion I, is wrong.
1: No, I, can't, I Or their belief. I, I'm Canadian, so I have a perspective here, north of the forty ninth parallel. On what's going on in Texas? Like, I just—I don't know. I just—I shake—I shake shake my head. Like, I. What's going on in Texas? There, there are two things there that I can't begin to comprehend. So, women can't have abortions anymore. They put a a six-week initial moratorium on abortion. Um. So, so like, I, I, I just—there are so many. Medical reasons why it might not be safe for the child, why it might not be safe for the mother i i i don't understand i I just don't believe to understand, so now they 're having to move these women out of state or do them illegally and so on and so forth so so that 's just shake my head and then mm-hmm. apparently, if I understand this right and I get the the right to bear arms and and so on and so forth. So in Texas, I guess you can all, you've, they've always been able to have open carry. That's fine. Um, but now you don't need a license or a permit to get a gun. I don't even know if there's an age restriction. I, I think there might still be an hmm. age restriction. I don't know. But now you don't need a license or a permit. So, okay. I, I Again, I was fine with the right to bear arms for people who were licensed or had a permit and had engaged in how to use their firearm. But I mean, there's huge risk to firing a firearm improperly, like somebody could hurt themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. That just makes me shake my head. Yeah. You still have to Why do you have to have a a driver's license? Because your car could hurt somebody. I don't know. It just, I don't know. It it (laughs) bewilders me, bewilders me. So that was two things down there, but one thing, and then one. Yeah, that's the question. Like,
0: like if someone gets raped, you you expect them to carry that person who planted their seed inside you, because you want to give up abortion?
1: Yeah, and I didn't I I didn't even go to that one. Like like I said, there are medical issues alone that could say it's it's not going to be safe for the mother to carry this child to full term. Yes, one of my
0: experts can't carry birth a child she will die if she yeah. carried a kid
1: yeah so you might so she may get pregnant but it's like and then there, and then there's and then there's relationship nonsense where the guy pokes a hole in the condom or or, or 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 trashes somebody's birth control or as you said rape or maybe a relationship was stable one week but then the baby daddy leaves you know three weeks later and mama's already got three kids working two jobs, going to bring another Mm -hmm. child into poverty. Maybe, maybe you are, maybe you are, but if I'm not a baby killer, but I respect her choice. I respect the woman with the beating heart and the brain to decide what she needs. I, I just find it a, I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking out of turn here, as a Canadian <laughs> or as your co-host. I just find it bizarre. No, no,
0: no, no, you're right.
1: That men are making these laws about women's bodies. I, Look, like, I, I just, I can't comprehend mm-hmm. it. I can't comprehend mm-hmm. it. Um, as a man, as a Canadian, just as a human, as a human being, never mind what country I live in or, or anything like that. I just, so I just wanted to put that out there. Um, rotten times. Um, and then the same thing going on, you know, same thing going on with COVID, all these people who are like, government can't tell me what to do. Um, I I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting, interesting times. There's so much going on with uh, that. Why do people think they're right? I think it's gotta be fear-based, the fear of being, the fear of being wrong.
0: Yeah, I think people really are. And that's what it is. If you, if you even can show people facts, and they're still, they, they will still deny that you're right. And it, it is, yeah, I feel like it's a fear of being wrong. Because and I don't know why,
1: I don't know why facts can't win them over, or facts can't
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, make them see the other side of it. But I But I guess that's like, oh, well, you're, you're showing me things that are going to make me wrong. So I'm not going to change my opinion. Yeah, I would, exactly. I would say to, Angie's, to Angie's question, that I think it's fear. Yeah, I because facts fear. don't really care about
0: your opinions. Facts are facts, and that's what it is. And it is. People
1: are fearful. See, again, I, I, would be afraid, I would be afraid. to be. I would be afraid to be wrong. But I will change my opinion with facts. I, I, I will change my opinion with facts, but I don't think that makes me weak. And, or no. maybe it's and fear and weakness. I think that's the other thing. Oh, you change yeah, definitely. Some people that I follow on Instagram, there's one guy in particular who is just so so anti this facts and so anti the government and the government works for me, I don't work for the government and so on and so forth. Uh, that I I think it's fear but it's also if he changed his mind, his followers would say, oh, you're a big pussy. You're a big wuss. Mm-hmm. You like, which, which I guess is still being f- fear-based, being called those things are of, mm-hmm.
0: of or wavering. sell out or, oh, you're not real to your feelings or sell out. And yeah. I mean, I could see that because let's say I decided to sign with the network, right? I always told myself I'm never going to sign with the network independent. That's it. I do what I do fucking everything I need to. And, If I was to sign with the Travel Channel or whatever, I would personally now just talking about it, I would feel like, fuck, even if it's a good opportunity and they're going to let me do whatever I want, I then would still feel like a lot of the fans that have followed me for eight years and have seen everything unfold, they would call me a sellout. Even if the Mm. network let me have total control because of the shit that I've said. But no network's ever going to let me have total control. No network is going to let me do what I just did yesterday or two days ago. You know, they're not going to allow that. It just won't happen. So I know that that will never happen. But let's say it did. I know people would. I know for a fact that would happen. And I could feel the fear of that because that's more of a pride thing. But I don't, but I strive hard on not wanting to be a sellout and keep being this way. But that's who I am, though. I don't know how these other people are. They could just flip-flop too. I don't know but i could i could see how they would be fearful especially if they have like you know they are a public figure or famous like with the little blue check mark by their name you know i could see how they would be afraid to lose all of that that they grew but then again that's is like you're being a pussy because you're afraid to be you so you don't want to disagree with you or because you change your mind on something because facts came in i don't know
1: Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, like, can you can change? We can change. Anybody can change. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I hear you. I I totally get you. Like, yeah, you would. uh, And I don't see you as that kind of guy. I don't see you as uh, like if you jump to a network or anything. Yeah, there would be some outrage. There would be some outcry. Yes, some people would say, I still go back to some things that we talked about. But then would you find a new tribe of followers who are new to you don't know the past don't know the history that would oh, make up the fan, yeah. the, fan, oh, the fans absolutely you lost yeah. would you would you gain more fans like do you really need to be worried about it going back to boy, I don't want to offend you by saying just you do you I think when we talked about that last week you know yeah just saying you do you or just be yourself is not entirely helpful but I think the subtext to that is just you be you and fuck everybody else like do what's yeah, right for yeah. you but I no I, I love your integrity to to not do that, and to strive to do that for as long as possible. But to the point that we we're answering Angie's question, yeah, it would, it would be fear-based. You, uh-huh. you would really, you would really, you would really hold out before you sold out. I know you would. Um, and and if you sold out, it would be because you believed in a greater benefit for yourself and your and your. It would be a selfish Yeah, absolutely. It would be. Yeah, I.
0: Yeah, and I wouldn't care. But and yeah. Yeah, so I can't speak for other people, but coming from where I am today, if I was to do something like that, I could see it, but I would I would do it if a network said to do it because I would gain 20 million new followers by being on a large network like that and able to do what I want, absolutely. I would do it if they gave me four rights.
1: But not, yeah, but but not without the reasonable fear of knowing that you're letting down. Exactly. Many yeah. Tens- thousands of, of of other people. There would still be the fear. Yeah. So I still think, Angie, fear, you is a great uh, yeah, great questions. Uh, somebody else said that too. So, one of my friends, <laughs> in response to one of our broadcasts, I can't remember if it was the added one we did on Sunday or if it was the one we did on Saturday. Oh, no, it was the one, it was the Kevin's nightmare one because I think Angie asked a lot of questions. Somebody said, wow, somebody was really asking you a lot of hard questions. And I thought, no, they were like, great questions because they really made me, th- made me think, made us both think. And uh, yeah, Angie, you ask great questions. Thanks for, she's an awesome yeah. man. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, and thanks for that question. But yeah, I would say fear being wrong. Mm-hmm. Ego comes back to yeah, ego. ego. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh man, everybody needs to do LSD and lose their ego. I, I really do. I <laughs> do feel that way. I agree. Come to Stephen and I PJ's agree. new camp. Yes, <laughs> LSD camp. Commercial. I'll do your commercials for you. You <laughs> could. You could. That's that's amazing. That's crazy. Um, okay, I know another thing I was going to ask you about Burger King. Really, really, really. That's something I would do.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have, did you my recent Steven? post? though, did you see how my body still looks? I've have eaten I have. shit for the past two weeks. And I haven't worked out in almost 10 days. Wow. <laughs> and my body my body hasn't changed. Yeah, I feel like that's really great. And I haven't done a single push-up, I haven't gone to the gym. And I feel good still, which is weird.
1: Which well, is weird. Okay, so I, I would speak on that, so just to clarify if anybody didn't know what we were talking about, in Stevens' video that he posted on. I don't know, Tuesday, I think, saying that the experiment was going to happen on Wednesday. But like, yes, it was going to happen on Tuesday. He told everybody it was going to happen on Tuesday. But now it was going to be happening on Wednesday. After he was done making this video post that he made, he was going to go get some Burger King. And my jaw hit the floor. Because Stephen just, to me, doesn't seem like a Burger King guy. Although that was a question I was going to ask you one day. <laughs> so I so then I texted him and I was like, dude, I'm, I'm glad you've moved it to Wednesday. You're doing it for the right reasons. And then I was like, but come on burger king really 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 yeah like that's something that's something i would do but is is burger king your go-to like when you want to have junk food i know you like pizza with salt on it Um, Yeah, yes like is 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 burger king your go-to or like Uh, yeah are you wendy's wendy's guy mcdonald's guy or all of them are they all the same or you have great burger places in the states though that we don't have up here so do burger king's your thing
0: yeah Burger King's my thing double whopper double whopper meal love them okay yeah double whopper meal meal with a coke <laughs> done it's like, gotcha it's yeah i love it i want one now actually if that sounds so good
1: <laughs> there one nearby
0: no no nah, nowhere nearby not this late anyways okay. not at almost 11 o'clock at night no
1: gotcha okay
0: um
1: so yeah, that was what I was going to ask you one time is what was your go-to fast?
0: What, what kind of burger places do they have? Like, I don't eat at local burger, like local places a lot. Like, cause I typically with my food, I'm like, I know what, if I go to McDonald's, I get the same shit. Burger King, I get the same thing. Wendy's, I get the same thing. I, I get the same thing. Even if I go out to Applebee's or Buffalo Wild Wings, I get the same thing every time. I'm very consistent when it comes to my food like
1: that. Yeah, I'm sort of, yeah, I'll sort of be that guy too. I'll look at the whole yeah. menu for five minutes, but I'm always going to order the same thing.
0: I'm just exactly that way. Yeah, the I'll, yeah. I'll and like, I'll try new things, but it doesn't mean that yeah. I'm going to the next time I go back, I'll end up getting what I normally always get.
1: No, I'm that guy too with with most food. Um, I would say for I, I would say for me, McDonald's is probably my go-to when I mm-hmm. go for that. Type of food, although mm-hmm. we've got—I um I, I know it's from the states, but I don't know how far down in the states or where. But we have Popeye's chicken up here now. Like oh yeah, they, Louisiana oh, style. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got, we've got. Oh my God, that is like Popeyes it puts it, it puts K fried to to shame. It's it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, so. so for chicken that's been kind of my go-to and then and then pizza is like a local type pizzeria it's not anybody it's not a chain that anybody would know um, mm-hmm. crazy but yeah no you just have more but in the states just generally you just have more interesting fast food joints than we have so like there's in and out burger uh and white castle and yeah. like again some of them are regional but uh
0: in and out I think is more on the west coast, like California too. In and out burger? Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: That's not on the west yeah. coast or mid.
1: It is. But I love them. Uh and then Big Boy, what else? Um eh, I don't know. Those are the ones that come to my mind. Ooh, fat food. Um, what do you doing Man, I don't them? know what
0: else what's that?
1: Are you? What are you doing for the rest of the weekend? Are you just just working, still going to chill working, for the rest of the ride? Are you going yeah,
0: back to working. the gym? I need to go back to the gym. I'll probably go back to the gym Monday.
1: So I think talking about that. So you, you've said you've been off for a while. I've been off for a while too. I have to say, just I don't know. I my I don't know. My energy just got zapped. Probably about ten days ago as well. It's weird. I don't know why. <laughs> um, it was. Oh, it was too freaking hot. It was so hot here. Um, yeah. If you're a Florida boy, you're probably used to that, but it was, I love it. it was ridiculously hot and humid here. Um, and even though the gym is air conditioning, it was just like, I don't know, it just affected my overall being. I couldn't drag my ass to the gym even though I drive there. Um, <laughs> but the good thing I'll say about that, and you've proven it in your pictures as well, it's a good time to reheal. It's a good time to recuperate. Like, you're not tearing down your body, you're, mm-hmm. you know you're going to keep that muscle. I bet -hmm. you're going to go back stronger, see a lot of games very quickly in the initial weeks that you go back. Uh,
0: If I go back Monday and give it, yeah, give it a week, I'll look bigger. I'll be huge. I'll look, I'll look, I'll look big. Um, When I go on Monday, I'll feel weaker, like working out, but come the next week, exactly a week after I will look, solid more bigger my waist will be more slim my chest will be with bigger yeah absolutely because it's repaired my muscles are all repaired so i get to tear them open and boom yeah i'm a big believer in that too i hate doing it because like every time on the show or whatever every time i make a post i'm in the gym every day there's usually not a day that i don't go even if i say i'm not going to the gym i go to the gym so but i've noticed over the past to i've never taken off this long unless i had to get surgery for like hernia surgery or something and normally if i am off i don't eat shit food all the time but i also know my body so you no know, not everybody can do this but i know my body so yeah no i'll i'll feel like i'll be like 10 pounds heavier as solid muscle in like two weeks two weeks for sure right one week it'll be noticeable two weeks without a shadow of a doubt it will be noticeable
1: and i mean even eating crap food like that so i, I... Teach you about the Burger King, but uh, a lot of people notice gains after having a carby fatty meal. Like you, you eat very strict, very regimented, mm-hmm. very high protein. Uh, you do eat the right amount of carbs. Like you watch your macros very vigilantly. But mm-hmm. then when you bust loose and have the pizza and the cookie and the, and the Burger King and stuff like that, I think it does your body good to yeah. just...
0: Your body needs bad in order for it to understand the good. It's like your body has to get sick to make your immune system stronger. It's the same thing when it comes to healthy food. Eat shit food so then your body can appreciate the value that it has muscle-wise when it's time to put that healthy stuff in you. It will break down the bad, and then when you put the good in, it's going to like quadruple that good, and for the best way that I can word that, and I'm a firm believer in that because Again, like I'm living proof of that. If I wasn't living
1: proof of that, then I wouldn't say that. But I don't know. Do you just... do you actively? So, so a lot of people call that having a cheat meal. Do you actively schedule to have a cheat meal, or do you just sort of have it when it happens?
0: Just have it when it happens. If I feel like having one, I'll have it. If my my body tells me like what I want, like because I used to always kick myself in the ass. I'm like, oh, I'm about to eat Burger King. I don't want it. I don't want McDonald's now. I listen to my body. I listen to what I need. Like right, right now, I'm starving, but I'm probably just going to go eat cereal. And I'm not going to go eat a healthy meal right now at 11 o'clock at night if I haven't been eating no. healthy for the past 10 days. If I'm going to start eating healthy again, it's going to be my first meal. And I'm going to start right then and there. I'm not going to start at 11 o'clock at night. It's just pointless. It'll no. be pointless. I'm going to just keep eating shit. And my body's not saying it wants chicken or rice. It's saying it wants deliciousness. So, but I do feel like it's ready for food. Like, I feel like it is ready. I could feel it in my mind and in my, in my body. I could feel my muscles. Like they want nutritional value again. So that's why I feel like Monday I'm going to start tomorrow will be, I would say tomorrow, but I feel like it's going to suffer tomorrow because it really wants it. But I'm going to wait till they, my body really, really wants it. Then um, that's when I know that my body will change.
1: Yeah, but cereal and carbs wouldn't be bad tonight or tomorrow to to load you up with glycogen and get you ready for the yeah. day. Yeah, it's not going to do anything. No, no, no. That's a good thing. Well, my friend, it has been an absolute delight, more so than usual. Uh, it's always a delight to talk to you. but uh, It was amazing. Yeah. I, I, you are a friend. I admire you. Uh, you know that. Uh, I love you. Um, you are... I, I w- I'm just so happy that you made it through this week and I'm excited with everything that you shared and I can't wait to see it uh, on the episode this week. Uh, so I will sign out and let you say goodnight to everybody. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks for your questions. And I can't wait to yeah. do this again next week.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Just like Kevin said, you know, he's amazing. And, you know, I love him too. It's it, it's great how we click, how everything goes. I love that you guys tune in and I feel like I'm not being rushed now. Usually we rush when there's 20 seconds left. Um, like you said, it's going to be great. And I know we have a lot of things planned. And I'm excited when he comes down here to the States because we're going to do some video podcasting. We'll go live on Facebook. It's going to be a lot more interactive with everybody. So, yeah, thanks for tuning in again and, and, you know, joining this ride and appreciating the change up rather than just, you know, my show with our show now. So I really appreciate you guys and definitely kevin for for joining and jumping on board and believing in the vision you know for everything so yeah with that being said i guess just search us find us on social media if you're listening to this chances are you already follow us on social media but if you happen to come across it on like a different site like itunes iheartblog whatever it is add us on social media follow us and i mean i'm the same person here that i am on there kevin's the same person that he is here and on there so with that being said, I will say good night, and thank you so much for tuning in. And just as always, we'll be live again next week, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Good night. Good night.